Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 91 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, certified life coach, Greg Audino. We are coming back at you with a different spin on worry today. We talked about it in episode 82, but today we will not only break it down a little more, but also consider what deliberate steps we can take to better our relationships with worry. We've got a great question on tap, so let's listen and do our best to help out. Hiya, Greg. First time caller, long time fan. I have struggled to reach out during this time because it feels so selfish. I know everyone is having a hard time, and it feels wrong in my anxious mind to reach out for help and advice when we are all trying to keep our own heads above water. Nonetheless, here it goes. I feel like I'm addicted to worrying. I've always been an anxious person, but it has, for obvious reasons, gotten so much worse during this time. I feel like I'm convinced that worrying is a responsible thing to do, or the only way to ensure I don't overlook something. Maybe I tell myself that if I keep worrying about a problem long enough, I'll eventually be able to figure it out. I feel like I have positive beliefs about worry, and it makes me sick to my stomach. I know in my heart I am doing more harm than good, but my mind won't listen. I can't stop worrying and feeling like I'm doing the right thing by continuing to worry. How do I break this cycle? Yes, yes, the worry is practically spilling out of us these days, isn't it? Uh, This is a wonderful question, and I think everyone can relate to it quite easily. Also, a very self-aware question, which is so wonderful. Uh, You've really done a good job breaking down your thinking patterns and your triggers, which definitely helps both of us. Uh, So thank you for that, and of course, thank you for sending this question in. Quick recommendation before we start, check out episode 82 of Optimal Living Advice, as I mentioned, uh, which explores the relationship between confidence and worry. Also check out an old gregaudino.com video entitled In Defense of the Worry Warts. Uh, Just some extra content pieces that have a lot in common with this question. Now, whether you want to call it worry or anxiety, I think you're taking a wrong turn at a place that's very easy to take a wrong turn at. And it's with this idea of what's right and what's wrong, what's responsible and what's irresponsible. These types of guidelines are good to keep in mind, yes, But when we believe so much in them and try to adhere to them all the time, especially when we're in fragile states of emotion, they become our enemies. We start to police ourselves a lot, shame ourselves, and we forget about the gray areas that come with not only these emotions, but just the daily challenges we face. Let's start then by reminding ourselves of the attributes of worry and anxiety, that you might have looked over in the face of this recent turmoil. These attributes of worry are A. They are reflections of great intentions in terms of your care for others and yourself. B. Worry is wired into every living creature for the sake of protecting ourselves from danger. And C. Unless B doesn't make it feel normal enough, these feelings of worry are extra sensible in the face of a pandemic. And if you're not still sold on how beneficial worry can be, you and your fellow listeners uh, may have noticed that I did not omit the first part of your submission before you actually got to your question. It went as follows. I've struggled to reach out during this time because it feels so selfish. I know everyone is having a hard time, 
and it feels wrong, in my anxious mind, to reach out for help and advice when we are all trying to keep our own heads above water. Nonetheless, here it goes. Now, ordinarily, this is something I would politely, of course, cut from a question just for the sake of saving time. I chose not to do that in this episode because I want to exemplify to everyone that if you hadn't worried and embraced those worries by taking action on them and reaching out to me, you wouldn't be getting help. Assuming this episode ends up being even remotely useful to you, fingers crossed, uh, your worry and your use of it has just helped you make progress by not only getting help, but thrusting yourself into a community of love and support. So, we mentioned some of the better attributes of anxiety and worry. Now here are some things we know about you and your worries in particular. Here it goes. A. It's impossible to not overlook some things. Most things. You can be as diligent and as detail-oriented as you want. You are still going to miss things. This is especially true right now, as none of the world's greatest leaders and most devout researchers are even close to having all of the information they need. B. Though you have a bittersweet relationship with worry, you know something needs to change. And C. If you've listened to a single episode of this show, you know that long-standing inner changes do not happen overnight unless you're subject to a massive, life-changing experience, and those don't exactly fall from trees every day. In other words, I can't and I shouldn't just tell you to stop worrying. No one should say that to you, including yourself. It's going to be a gradual process, and it has to start with being okay where you are now. Hopefully, after listening to what I've said thus far, the wheels are starting to turn a little bit in that capacity, and you're at least a bit more comfortable with the fact that you're worrying. So here's what I propose. You let your worries stick around, but on new terms. And you might want to pull out a journal for this to help you keep track. So with each worry that you have, has to come three things. Here we go. The first is acceptance. Written or especially vocal acceptance will be great, but silent acceptance will do as long as it's acknowledged. The second is possibility. Do not let your worry drag you down, but instead hypothesize as to how you can solve your problem like you did uh, by taking the step to reach out to me. So for many worries, you'll probably come up short on ways to control them. After all, if it were so easy to figure out how to control these situations, worries would subside rather quickly. In this case, create possibilities out of this worry and see how it can benefit you or at least represent a good side of you. If you're worried about the coronavirus, as you said, Use the energy to make masks or bring groceries to an elderly person. Contributing goes a really long way, and it helps you feel as though you're actively problem-solving. And now the third and final ingredient is detachment. Okay, so for every worry, you must also list a humbling fact that reminds you of just how little you can really do or know. For coronavirus, there are plenty, because again, even those who are spending their entire days trying to figure this thing out, are still currently coming up short. With excessive worry comes a pressure we put on ourselves to know impossible answers or be capable of solving huge problems. Over time, the goal of these three steps that I've listed is to to neutralize this weight that we trick ourselves into bearing, to not shame ourselves for not knowing all there is to know, and simultaneously create enough comfortability that we can still generate solutions that we believe to be enough. The ideal thinking goes something like, I accept my worry, it's probably out of my hands because of X, Y, and Z, but I can still do A, B, and C, and that's okay. 
Okay, everybody. I sure hope we have gotten a better grasp on the intricacies of worry, I will say. Asker of this question, I hope to have at least reframed this cycle of yours and given you a glimpse of how it can not necessarily be replaced, but turned into a healthier cycle. Thank you again for sending this in. And as you guys all know, you are encouraged to do the same. We love hearing from you and uh, doing what we can do to help. So if you are struggling, email your questions to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. Advice at oldpodcast.com. We will take your questions there and answer them for you here on the show like we do. We are done for today, though, everybody. So I will look forward to talking to you guys again next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. Take care, everybody.